It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Welcome to episode 502 of This Week in League. I'm Nate. And I'm Jay. And I'm Glenn. How are you doing, fellas? I'm Glenny and I'm on the Henny. Jesus. You told me that was my project. I've started. It's going to develop from there. What's your project? To Last say the, white, to say the whitest fucking, thing you can think of. You have the, the retention of, of a fucking colander. Do you not remember our last episode? No, I do. I do. Well done. Glenny on the Henny. I, I wish I didn't. <laughs> Frankly, I'll be honest with you. There's 501. I wish I didn't remember. But here we are. Yes. Well, I mean, I can tell you for a fact. There's 501 that I don't fucking remember. Not not a word of. <laughs> what is that, eh? Like, it has a, what is, well, it's just, like, yeah. Oh yeah, fucking. You said that, did I? It was yesterday, and this yeah, is, it might have been. And this is including episodes where in the first, you know, like 30 or something, where I would spend so fucking long editing them. Yeah. Like listening, to like, so it wasn't like I was just there during the recording. I actually did listen to it, like, very slowly over and over at times. Yeah. In places. But do you think I can remember anything? No. Nope. The amount of times people hit me up and call me all sorts of names for things I don't even recall saying. I, yeah, I think the, the, big, the biggest tell is that it, it took sort of 200 episodes before the the bright idea dawned that when an episode title appears in an episode, you write it down. Because yeah. you get to the end of the episode and go, oh. what are we going to call this? Oh, I, used to, love, yeah, I used to love <laughs> sitting at my desk at my job in Brisbane and just getting random emails from that going, fuck, are we calling this thing? Look and and look to you know with full transparency. Like I mean, has any episode titles been been written down uh, this year so far? No, no, they haven't. And so we just fucking mad scramble through the dark recesses of the brain, trying to think of something (laughs) that was fucking said. Fuck yes, (laughs) I love it. So so yeah, I I do have a thing open tonight though. So I mean, if if anyone says anything good, I will be writing it down. uh, Glenny on the henny. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, no. I think we can oh, do yeah. better than you that. You say that now, <laughs> but tomorrow. I'm not, look, I am so confident. I'm not even writing it down as. I'm not even writing it down as a as a fucking backup of a backup. <laughs> oh, Shit's terrible. Get that, better. We'll get, that sounds we'll get like to the, the Tigers. The Tigers review. It'll be fucking Dano on the Drano. <laughs> <laughs> That, that sounds like the world's worst fucking reboot of Henny Penny. <laughs> Glenny on the Henny run, runs around. The Tigers are declining. The Tigers are declining. <laughs> and I'm sponsoring the 1988 Newcastle Knights. <laughs> ah, 
let's get through this shit so we can talk about the Tigers game because everyone knows that's what they're here for. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, okay, good idea. Um, all right, we, if we're going straight in, we're going straight in. Thursday night, Panthers 16 defeated the Rabbits 10 uh, out of Penrith. The uh, Panthers scored their 16 points through tries to Brian To'o, Stephen Crichton, and Isaac Tango. Cleary, one conversion. Crichton, one conversion. The Rabbitohs, 10. Tries to Alex Johnston and Isaiah Tass. Mitchell, one conversion. Statement made. Windscreen repaired. Back business oh, I think, as usual. I think improved. It was, there was, it, was, it was an improved performance. And not, for, and not the only time this week. Their opposition, I think, I mean, like when they, they carried on with all that shit about, you know, like Parramatta's our sons and shit or whatever. No, South are, South are their sons. I mean, they Where are their oh. stepsons. <laughs> South, are, no. South are their sons because Parramatta beat, beat them, you know, every every time last year except when it counted. Rabbits, however, ever since that grand final a couple of years ago, they have they've been head fucked ever since. And so when you get a Rabbitohs versus the Panthers game, you get the the distracted, fucking easily baited, cranky Cody Walker, who also that's also the Cody Walker that does fucking nothing except yeah. make mistakes. Yep. And when that happens, it's already done at that point. I mean, so like they're literally beaten before they fucking take the field. And it doesn't matter what Penrith. It doesn't matter what, like how Penrith are going at the time either. It's because that the relationship is such that does slip in does slip into their yeah does slip into a confident of winning space, and the Rabbitohs are in the niggle head fucked space. It, look, I'm all for and and I want to applaud Latrell for it because what he said was absolutely correct. Penrith Which came part? in and and they were supposed to to easily win that World Club Challenge. They they turned up and didn't really care. Then yeah. it was, oh, well, that was just a World Club challenge. Um, it, it's round one now. They'll have their game faces on. It's serious time now. They'll easily beat Brisbane and didn't do it. So he was absolutely right. There, there were some chinks in his armour. That team, what did they lose? Like three games, including a grand final over three, or like four, five games, including a grand final over three years. Absolutely fucking ridiculous stats. And it's two in a row. Bang, bang. So he's right. There were some cracks in the windscreen. So I don't have anything against what Latrell said. The issue is exactly as you pertain to it. That they don't have a plan to back it up. And the minute shit doesn't go their way, they don't have another option to dig in and get themselves out of that funk. Mm. Um, from Penrith's side of things, it's very clear that that they made some adjustments from the week before. And while I'm, I'm not sure that Mitch Kenny is the future, in fact, I... I They've not completely adjusted Mitch Kenny out of the 17. Yeah, no. So, um, <laughs> but he, he had an improved showing. You know, in, in some key areas, like the accuracy of his service and where he was getting the ball to, depending on where the key playmakers were. But And, and in the sense that he played less minutes. Yes, true. Which is that, also a positive outcome for his game. <laughs> I find the most important time, the most important minutes of Mitch Kenny's performance are the ones when he's not on the field getting, and Sonny Luke he's is. getting escorted off the field after being HIA. <laughs> From South's point of view, their hands let him down. You know, when, yeah. when you go up against a team like Penrith, you can't complete at 
and expect to to be in the game or, or gain any sort of dominance. And for the Rabbitohs to come back as they did, to me, that's the next thing that Penrith really have to clamp up because in the years past, they would have just had that game by the scruff of the neck and gone on with it. They were never a team that took their foot off the pedal, and I think they eased up a little bit. And South got back into the contest. I think it was just. A, I think it was. It was there was massive like strategic blunders from South in the sense that they didn't really use Latrell. He was yeah. barely sorted until just, the uh, last 15, but, 20 minutes. Yeah, and then when and then when he decided when he decided to step up and try and make something happen, guess what? Shit started happening mm. for him. Well, all too fucking it, late, very, but all the same. You know what. What is the, the most basic goal when you spread a ball? You're trying to strip numbers from your defense on an edge. And putting Latrell there automatically guarantees the attention of at least two defenders. Yeah. It, it's not fucking complicated football. I feel like Cody Walker uh, but, you know, get... does is doing Ilias a disservice when he has games like this. Where, where it was very early on, you could tell that the mist had descended and that he was going to have one of those games. Mm. And, and yeah. I just... It's just that lack of resilience, which not only impacts his game, but then it heaps pressure on Ilias. And I think he, I don't think Ilias had a bad game, but I just think he needs Cody Walker to to be the guy that is essentially trying to lead the way as the more experienced of the two halves. And and yeah. Cody, and he needs a team. He just needs a team to fucking. Catch Correct. the ball and too. Cody, Cody getting yeah, in his own head because halfback can't make something happen with only sixty. Cody getting in his own head in the last in, in, in the first fucking five to ten minutes doesn't help anyone. Certainly in, in a red and green no. jacket. <laughs> yeah, no. no, it's a dead set fucking liability. Like one of the bigger liabilities in the game is like is that head fucked, yeah. niggly Cody Walker yeah. when he gets in that mindset. It it also and, and I know Ilias is is young, very very young, but it's always I've always found it interesting. The, the, the NRL side works like a fucking government office that seniority just demand like you know predicts um, hierarchy so Adam when Adam Reynolds was there and Dylan Walker didn't have to worry about actually being an organiser or taking on any sort of responsibility Jeez, well, geez, you got you a mean? bad habit of calling Cody, Cody Dylan. <laughs> I know it's fucking um, I've been on that many fucking Dylan Walker rants <laughs> it's muscle memory um, but then as soon as you know Reynolds ships off, they bring in this young kid. All of a sudden, he's but you know Walker's supposed to be the the senior and the organizer, and you know it's it doesn't work. Whereas you you look at somewhere you know, and Melbourne do this really well. You know the when Jerome Hughes came in to cover off after Cooper Cronk left. Cameron Munster is still a major part of that attacking line, but Jerome Hughes still played that seven role and took the responsibilities that Cooper Cronk had. Yeah. And that's been a much better pairing. So, um, yeah, you're right. Cody Walker, liability. Ready for the socials? Yeah. Go for it. Graham in a Facebook group. So the good guys defeat evil yet again. At some point, even the mainstream media will wake up to Latrell not being a fullback. P.S. Please stay fit enough to play centre for New South Wales, you fat, talented coward. Uh, Brendan, a lot of these comments um, mirror exactly what we've just gone through, but is there a weaker mind than Cody Walker? He's a fucking liability within 20 minutes. Even the commentator was saying, Cody is getting angry in back play. Uh, Gus, I bag him enough, so it was great to see Luai put a shift in 
and I may be a stupid pom, but I've been paying for the NRL for years now and can't recall Cody Walker rising in a big game. Great game, credit to both sides. Kevin, Penrith was so fast this game, it seemed like Souths were moving in slow motion. Rabbits' defensive effort in the first half was amazing, though, and Cody Walker is an absolute anchor. Tilt the angry little smurf, he's useless. Rory, uh, new to the group, he said Cody Walker should get a job at O'Brien's. No one fixes another team's cracked windscreen like him. <laughs> That's a good one. Uh, Cameron, also new to the group, said Cody. Cody Walker tripping over and dropping the ball, trying to aggressively push the marker in a brain snap is the best thing since razors were invented. You'd love to see it. It was fucking great. Um, Jared Wetton on Twitter. He said, other teams will win against this Panther side this year, but never this Souths team. Prelim finals max with the roster. I reckon that's about right. But yeah, the Cody Walker getting up to try and push the marker away <laughs> and then falling over. Mm-hmm. Because there's nothing Cody worse Walker. than there's nothing worse than like the head the head fucked red mist Cody Walker. Yeah. The, the one thing that is worse is when that Cody Walker starts making mistakes and shit as well. Yeah. And it's yeah. And it must be just it must be so frustrating for like the team, like because they see it. I mean, it happens probably yeah. like four, five times a Minimum. year, easily. Yeah. And no, it doesn't always happen when it counts. But I mean. Yeah, you, when you're playing like the Panthers, I mean that that's a game when it counts because you know you're probably going to see them later anyway. You know, yeah, that's it. Um, the Eels, sorry, the Sharks thirty to feed the Eels twenty six at uh, Combank Stadium. The Sharks thirty came through a hat trick to William Kennedy uh, tries to Mulatalo Nakora and five from five conversions to Braden Trindle. The uh, Eels twenty six a uh, double to Mitchell Moses, a double to Mike Acevo. Regan Campbell Gallard with the other try and three or five conversions to Moses. Contrasting fullback performances in this game, I thought Kennedy had not only three tries but a lot of just absolute class touches um, for, for Cronulla. Mm-hmm. Um, contrast yeah. that with Gutho, whose best moment was uh, mouthing off to Katoa after Sivo had scored by running over the top of him. And Sivo, the guy that actually ran over the top of Katoa, actually got up, pat him on the back. You know, sorry, mate. Yeah, one of those things. Yeah. Gutho, who had nothing to do with the play, is standing over him, mouthing off. No. I'm get. I'm actually get. I mean, <laughs> like, I, I like you know a bit of trolling and and, and you know shit and stuff, but just the general level of it across the fucking league at the moment. Mm. It's just. Yeah, you know, just just seeing these fuckheads just gronking off, yeah. and um, and like, you know, Panthers are obviously terrible for the moment, but the, the Gutho and Moses mm. terrible for it as well. Yeah, consistently week in week out. Yep. This game, though, I was, I, like this was defense yeah. optional. This game, I mean, there was some decent. I mean, there was some decent try scored and, and and reasonable performances from both sides, but fuck me, the defensive. Both sides, is like, there's absolutely nothing to those, fear. Those couple of tries that Cronulla scored back to back, where uh, Nakora, oh. you know, hit a hole and went through un- like untouched, back to back to back and then to back in Kennedy like ran, the, Kennedy yeah. ran the same, yeah. same fucking play and just ran through himself. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. Yeah. yeah, I thought Trindle was very impressive yeah. for the Sharks. Um, there's a, a lot of talk in Sharks Town about who gets the six when um, Nico's back. And if I'm picking that side, Matt Moylan is not my first choice. I didn't think Moylan had a bad game. Yeah, 
in this instance. Yeah. I don't bad game. I don't think this was, a bad this was game just a, this was just like you know probably mm. one of the better games that Trindle's had because he he's had he's I mean he's played well at, at times yeah but also he more more often he looks as like the guy that's not quite good enough to get the starting job and be the guy yeah hundred percent full time basis I, you know? I just, but this game he, was, he looks he was solid great. defensively as well which is something yeah. that Moylan's never been um, and you got some and you got some good kicks as well for the conversions. Fuck me though, the Sharks look yeah. fit. The yep. the last couple of years, Penrith's come out and obviously been the benchmark to, to be able to go the eighty minutes at full throttle. No. Fuck me, that Sharks team. It it honestly looks like they've gone that well. Let's just get the fittest, most athletic cunts we can, and then hope they pick up rugby league as we go. Like skill skills optional. Um, just fuck, there's some handling errors in them. Yeah. But that team. And, and I'm not sure it's this year, but there is some potential in that team if they can keep Big it Big result, too, given Nico's out and they're playing against, you know, grand finals from last yeah. year. And, and to get the win, it's, yeah. it's a big result. Yeah. Well, you know, he, he's the reigning mm. Dally M. So, yeah. um, socials on that one. Anything else Hang on, the first thing, yeah, yeah, I've got one thing. Go. Just, a, just, an, just an interesting piece of trivia um, for this game. Um Despite the two tries to Mitchell Moses, obviously his side losing the game, and what that now means is that uh, Mitchell Moses, you can take the boy out of the Tigers, but you can't take the Tigers out of the boy. He has lost his fiftieth, one hundredth, one hundred fiftieth, and two hundredth matches. <laughs> Cannot fucking get on up an occasion <laughs> for an, for an occasion. Just and just didn't like, it, and didn't how, attend how the birthday job. <laughs> But how many of those were with the Tigers, though? Because I almost feel like they shouldn't count. Well, no, I, I, he would have certainly 150 and 200 kind of, yeah. uh, are Parramatta. Are they? Maybe 50 and 100 are Tigers. Oh, there you go. Maybe. Okay. How, yeah. long has been, how long has he been at the Eels now? Three years? Nah, it's got to be more than that, hasn't it? Glenny? It's more than that, isn't it? It was, it, was around the, it was around the time when Ivan was still at the Tigers because, remember, there was a whole thing here. He wasn't going to play him and, you know, he had the shits about that, so... So yeah. I was saying we we got we back to like more four five I think yeah okay yeah fuck so maybe if I cared more about Mitchell yeah, Moses twenty twenty seventeen he joined Para okay so how many so, so how many games did he play for the Eels then have you got that in front of you he'd be close to he'd be close to have done done one hundred sixty seven for the Tigers he's played one hundred and thirty three for the Eels there you go he just got that fiftieth yeah. in before he left. And the rest of those ones are all on the all on the L's. Yeah, L's on the L's. Fuck yeah! He played sixty-seven games for the Tigers. Jesus Christ! The way they suck off his ghost, you'd think he played three hundred. <laughs> 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 oh, there's, there's the episode title for you. <laughs> Sucking off a ghost. <laughs> ghost of Moses. <coughs> oh, that's brilliant. Ectoplasm facial. (laughs) Right. So Uh, you got socials, right? Yep. Benny Dunn. You said a bag of Mitchell Moseses for everyone. Uh, John in the Facebook group said, fucking shambles. Two winnable games, and we're starting the year 0 2. If Mitch Moses thinks he holds the advantage in his contract talks, he doesn't now. Um, I hate to tell you, John. Yes, he fucking does. Because you're Parramatta, and you have zero other options. 
because no yep. one else wants to come to your fucking dumpster fire of a club. So Mitch Moses actually holds all of the cards. And as cucked as they are, I mean, the West Tigers would take him at the 11th hour if things completely broke down. Yeah. And so they all he will do is use those clubs to drive up the amount of money that your club pays him to achieve no results. Correct. Welcome to Parramatta. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Uh, Timmy McIntyre. He said, Parra were bad when King Nutho was off the field with an HIA, but worse when he was on. Jeff. So, 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 so Timmy, so Timmy, is he, is he, he's fully yeah. Dolphins he now. He's Dolphins, Dolphins version. Yeah. Right. That's it. It's improved his head. Um, another disappointing loss in a tight game, and it doesn't get any easier in the next few weeks. But if Hopgood doesn't get a starting spot over Ryan, I get paid whether I play or not, <laughs> Madison. These cunts are kidding themselves. He was good, Hopgood, too. <laughs> yeah, he was. Madison's uh, got another, was it three or four games that he's out? Wasn't it only yeah, four, four games suspension? Four, so he should have two, two more. Done. Yeah. Should be two Yeah, more. that's what I was thinking, yeah. yeah. Or is it round four he's back? The number four's in there somewhere. Yeah. Um, Gus, hard to criticise a game I enjoyed so much. Would be different if Moses had as much involvement as Brown. I don't know. I'd like to see more from Sivo, though. Needs to get in more and use his size and power. I agree with that. Needs to inject himself a couple more times. He needs to have as many involvements um, as Toto. And he yep. could, you know, the guy's a fucking... He used to, though, he used to, though, because remember, like, you know, back... Well, think back first. It started for Parramatta. It started mm. with Semi. And the, and the strategy was just pass it to Semi, and then he would use his, just his physicality just to blast through. And, like, and Sivo was the same. He was just a he was just a battering ram that they they could just give it to I him. I feel like Semi would go over. looking for the ball, though. More more often than certainly mm. than Sivo does. I just think that the Parramatta of just like the Parramatta side of, of this year and like, you know, the last year, they've just got more options where he's not the only fucking mm. show in town. And so it just gets it just gets spread around more and perhaps he you know, gets neglected because of that. But um but yeah. I just think he's just he's just he's not the only show in town like he used to be. The right. only show in town. What a nickname. Uh Richard. Moses getting the slightest brush across the face and faking for an eight point try highlights why so many people don't like him. He has brilliant football in him, but all too often his mind is not in the right place. Too distracted by cheating bullshit. Um our old friend Geo Ree on Twitter. He said, Hey, this week in league, I just rejoined Twitter to say Moses is a fucking cat. There you go. <laughs> nice to see you back. Powerful powerful incentives. Powerful. There we are. <laughs> Next game. The Brisbane Broncos 28 defeated the North Queensland Cowboys 16 at Suncorp Stadium and a good crowd of over 43,000 in attendance. Broncos 28 came through a double to Ezra Mam. Kurt Capewell, Katoni Staggs, Reese Walsh with tries. Reynolds four con- from four from six conversions. Cowboys 16 double to Jeremiah Nanai and four conver- sorry four goals to Valentine Holmes. Rip. This is another one that I find very similar to the South South Sydney. I mean, like. Great performance from the Broncos. Yeah, let's just get that. Let's just get that said straight away. But the Cowboys, from the fucking word go, were in this space where they were the, some of the poorest discipline I've seen from them in years, even mm. predating, uh, you know, Ming the Merciless being their coach, and like just fucking repeated brain snaps too. Like it wasn't it wasn't enough for drink water to get the bin. They just kept, that didn't settle them down. They didn't take stock and say, "Look, you know, let's just fucking chill." Nope, 
let's just don't let's just keep fucking. So we can get shit. someone else in the bin and, and, to keep him company. And and ultimately, that's. I mean, there was a, a a try there at the very end, end to Reese Walsh when the Cowboys were chucking the kitchen sink at them to try and you know get the mm. get the the try to tie it up, but like that that's him into drink water and the try scored you know almost immediately after that that, that was really the difference in the game, you know. And the, but the Broncos like are disciplined. Reese Walsh played probably I, I don't I think by far and away the best game of his entire oh, career. Was it his, his debut or the first time he played against the Tigers? So you'd probably give uh, the give the edge well, to okay, this one because it's better opposition. First, but you're going to compare a you're going to com, you're going to compare a nothing game. <laughs> yeah. I just remember him to being a fucking game amazing to to a, to a, to a derby that has been fucking consistently meaningful for the two participants for like fucking decade. Yeah. Just saying, like, he was fucking great in that game. <laughs> He was great in this game. As I said, he would be, this and you guy, guys I mean, fucking laughed at me. Anyway, now you guys are right and I'm wrong. I don't know how that works out, because I was wrong last week. Well, again, look, Glenn, look, right. yuck we it should... up. There's a Tigers game to talk about, buddy, so just fucking keep a lid on it, eh? We should, you we should, we should have listened here, to the right? Broncos fan in the group. You are right, Glenny. Yep. Your second uh, team did great, Glenny, and you called it. So credit where it's due. He was yes. good. Whether he can keep, can perform like that consistently is another thing. Uh, impressive combination with Ezra Mim as well, um, who I thought also had a fucking great. Cowboys kept the. He had the, the he had a great one of those great games in the sense that he just did the he he was just he there up. pushing yeah. up all the yeah. time for his guy, yeah. so he was always there to get like you know I mean to get that kick yeah. for that first try, I mean that would look for all money that it was just going to whoever the Cowboys guy was coming, you know, to mop it up. I mean, yeah. so the speed, yeah. but also the fucking placement, like of that kick from Corey Ace, he couldn't, he couldn't do that again. Mm-hmm. If you asked him to, no. to do it that, like it was absolutely perfect. Just the weight, the way it bounced up. Like, and like you said about the Cowboys, though, um, you know, they, they looked a bit off in this game and they're now, they've now got drink water. Who's massive, a massive part of what they do. He's gone for a month, you know, yep. that, yeah. that's a, that's a big hole potentially if they don't get it right and, and get, you know, they've got no hammer now to step up in, in his yep, place yep. either as like a ready-made replacement. He's a, he's a bigger loss than I thought it would be. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Like he, and he was fantastic for them last year, but just looking now at the options that, that he would have given mm. them on that side, he's, he's a bigger loss than I thought he would be. Um, Remind me, how did the Cowboys start last year? They didn't. They, they weren't fast starters, were they? But you mean starting games or starting the season? Starting the season. I think that was, I yeah. thought that was surprisingly good from the from pretty much the word go, weren't oh, they? Were they okay? And people were sort of waiting for the the, penny the air to come out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they, the yeah, they they didn't look as as fit. You know, as as I thought they would have been coming into the season, but yeah, um, yeah, who knows what that is. Uh, on the socials, Jason in our Facebook group, he said, uh, "I'm balls deep in the same false security as last year, and I don't give a fuck." Different side with Walsh and Ezra. Uh, Jay, he said, "Hard earned win for the mighty Bronx against the shit cunt Cowboys in the handicap match." Featuring Scott Dogwater and refs. What the fuck was so that? So that guy is the worst sort of person. The refs faults after a win. Um, yeah, there's a, a special place in hell for you. It's um, right next to pedophiles and people that take their shoes off on aeroplanes. 
So. Or in the movie theaters. <laughs> <laughs> or call movies films. <laughs> um, Tigers for 17th on Twitter. He said, the best thing about Reese Walsh is his first thought when in space is to set up his teammates. Some other fullbacks could do worse than taking a leaf um, from his book. I'm not sure I agree with that. The first thought in space should be fucking run. The thing is, he wasn't really in space. I mean, he was he was ch- chiming into the back line and cr- and basically and drawing more attention yeah. to himself through his speed and skill, oh, I know. which then pro- which then provided space for you know your Herbie's. Fuck, how good's Herbie Farnworth? Once you know he, what? Once you got it, him, and he you only would really hit- tie him up so quick and just never let him go, wouldn't you? I feel like he's gone. To, he I feel really like he's has. gone to another level since he signed the contract, though. Like he was always, he was decent. I think the Broncos fans were higher on him than I ever was. But the last <laughs> this season, since the ink dried, he's been legitimately fucking great weapon. <laughs> oh well, um, Broncos. <laughs> and we'll give the final word to uh, our good mate Cruzy. He said it's refreshing to have a fullback who has some decent footy IQ, and my boy Ezra slowly showing why the Bronx have spent the time to develop this kid. Yeah, let's let's see Ezra perform over the course of a season. It's very magnanimous of you, Cruzy, because I mean, knowing you like I do, I happen to know that you were the person who developed Ezra at Souths, and uh, and, and then let him go to the Broncos, and I, and he was a fully formed first grade player by the time he left your care and tutelage. Yes, um, which means He's you got a lot so to modest. answer for. He's too modest. Yeah, so uh, Broncos fans, we have um, Cruzy's phone number. So every time Ezra Mann makes a mistake this year, just give us a DM and we'll pass that along to you so you can let him know how you feel. Happy to do it. <laughs> it's a community service. Next game. Roosters, 20, defeated the Warriors, 12, at Allianz Stadium. The Roosters, 20, came through a double to Jackson Polo. Sam Walker with the other try. Walker also with two conversions and two penalty goals. The Warriors, 12, came through tries to Wade Egan and Adam Fanuel Blake. And Johnson, two out of two conversions. Who's going first? The Roosters are not convincing. Oh, no, I mean, they, As in, yeah. uh, th- there were teams that had, had poor first outings and backed up this week and showed improvement. Um, there's the Tigers, who just kept tigering. And then there's the Roosters that had probably the easiest chance this week to come out and, and give a statement. Like, they were, they were rolled by the Dolphins in, in their first game and probably a little bit of an ambush, it's fair to say. But they had one of the easier oppositions away from home, long road trip. You know, typically don't play well against them. And just didn't really seem to be in sync with each other at all. Can I just say as well that, you know, if you look at the best performing player, let's say, of last year for the Warriors, yep. and their two best performing players this season, yep. they lost all of them during the course of the game. Yeah, Josh Carr and Jackson Ford and Charles Nickel Clocks yeah. So it was all there for the Roosters to really go on with it. It, it was, and th- you know, say say what you want about the Roosters, but one thing I've always found them is is well drilled. Like coming coming into preseason, everyone's usually on the same page. Robbo doesn't strike me as the sort of guy that would send a team into round one underprepared, but that team 
looks like they're still trying to fucking learn what they should be doing mid-game. And it's only round two, and there are still so many fucking rounds to go. And the further you get into the season, the more cream and talent will rise to the top. And they have some fucking talent on that roster. There is no oh, doubt. No, and and, I think and they the will get trims back as well. That's it. it, it um, regardless of how they perform, that yeah. will go down as an important win, given how many troops they're down on, especially through the forwards. Um, for the Warriors, you mentioned Josh Curran. He was fucking outstanding. Um, he was he was great for them last year, yeah. and he looks to have, have gone to another level so far this season. I, just just his clean-up work and his effort plays, which often go fucking unnoticed, but are so important to, to a side like the Warriors mm-hmm. that are probably still trying to work out who they are and how they're going to play in, in, in the competition. He's, he's someone you can really build around, um, but I think the Roosters are, you know, yeah. the more results they can get like this while they're off their game and, and they're, you know, not able to lay the same sort of platform that the, the halves and, and Tedesco are accustomed to playing behind is, is, is key. Yeah. I, I, I'm still disappointed in their spine. Just from the point of view that... Now, I, I know that, you know, Kiri's playing with fucking kid gloves all over him. He's probably terrified of actually getting hit. But you have representative quality spine. And Brandon Smith's not going to acclimatise to that team straight away. But there just doesn't seem to be anyone that's setting guys where they need to go the right way. I think Smith's playing hurt. I think that that Kafusi that hit last hey, week fucking you reckon he's hurt had still? more of an impact than they're letting on. And then the... Yeah. Well, he didn't. He didn't. Yeah. He didn't play in the second half. So yeah. Yeah, true. That's yeah. how I explain it. Fucking Kafusi, Jesus Christ! Yeah, I tell you, I'm, he's 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 making me like him. He's next. Fight. I mean, I know we're not talking about that game here, but like, but like he's the way mm. the way he's acting comes is like he's, he's he's making me like him after like a career at the Storm where I hated mm. the guy and Queensland Origin, obviously as well. Yeah, you know? yeah, that's it. But yeah, since he's lost the lost the Wanda Sykes hair and turned the Jada Pinkett Smith, he's actually turned me around. Fuck yeah. Um, on the Warriors, Glennie, let, let's say they give you that team, right? On paper, you look across that and you go, fuck, that forward pack should be mobile and should have an amazing role on once they get going. We've got decent halves and we've got some fucking athleticism and strength out the back. Where do you, uh, where do you go with that team? And and that's not a massive slight on Wade Egan. I think he's a, yeah. I think he's a solid footballer, but I think those forwards need a nine that is bringing them onto the ball far better than what he does. Um, and and yep. with that then comes yep. over the advantage line. You can coach them to get quick play of the balls. You know that gives um, Johnson and Tamare Martin time and a bit more time and space than what they've otherwise been accustomed to. And then you've got yeah. Nickel Clookstar off the back of that with those guys with time and space and him picking his moments. Like yeah. they have the makings. I just think Wade Egan is it the, the job that is required of him to get the best out of the forwards is a little bit beyond him, in in my opinion. Beyond him, well, I guess you could probably say that there, there's an argument to say, okay, let's give him the opportunity to be that guy. Um, so that then you know the onus is on the coach yep. to coach it into him. So, 
Because that and, and you've you've said exactly what I was going to say as well. Because um, everything that came came from him uh, or came out about him at Penrith is that he was an insanely coachable player and would take on board absolutely anything and work to any schedule and and train with whoever the coaches would set him up with. Um, but but yeah, there, there just doesn't seem to be any growth or improvement. Mm for him at the Warriors, which is a shame. Anything else you want to say on that one, mate? Nah. Hit the socials. What do we have on the socials? Terry, rocks and diamonds from both sides. Roosters should be in trouble for players playing on with concussion, but they won't be. Thoughts? I think the Roosters are one of the more careful sides about this sort of thing. I mean, Radley wasn't there, you know what I mean? Like... Um, uh, oh, I've cut your name off. Sorry. Who would have thought that defending in 35 degree heat over and over again gets you fatigued? Sean Johnson's kicking game is Franks and Beans. Pompey offers nothing to rugby league and should be banned from stepping onto the field. That's a bit harsh. I mean, Pompey did fucking yeah. win the game last week with his defense. Yeah, fucking hell. Like, let's fucking, um, you know, how soon, how quickly we forget. Oh, there you go. My fucking copy and crop and paste games off fucking rocks and diamonds this week. Because um, I've cut this person's name off too. Fuck me, Warriors. Don't start me on your plane crashing on the way home again. I'm going to have a fucking stroke one day. There you go. <laughs> From disappointed Warriors fan. One, two, three. <laughs> right. And we move along to the Dolphins. 20, defeating the Canberra Raiders. 14, uh, down there at Redcliffe. And the uh, sellout house as well. The Dolphins, 20, came through a double to the Hammer. Uh, Hamiso Tabuai Fido, Tom Gilbert with a try. Osako, three conversions from as many attempts and a penalty goal. The Raiders, 14, tries to Whiten and Cotri. Fogarty, one conversion Dolphins and two penalty goals. Heart. Again, this game, they went behind. They hung into the game and, and managed to finish over the top of the Afraders, um, who fucking... When, when the big plays were there and needed to be made, they, they were found wanting. And the team that's played the grand sum total of one... Yeah other premiership match managed to get it done. Um, of course. Yeah, down 12 nil with a man in the bin um, too. Yeah. I think oh, it's great, yeah. the Raiders, you know, the, the Starling riddle is one that they really need to get to the, the bottom of and find out where, where his place in the side is um, and, and have him play there consistently. I think he's got a lot to offer, but um, he seems to be playing a bit of a Mr. Fix-It and just being thrown in willy-nilly um, to the side with not, not a great deal of structure, which is doing him a disservice and, and not getting the best out of him. Um, that's that's one I think Ricky needs to work on, um, as well as his ability to stop making fucking shitty excuses for for his team not being able to get the job done. Um, I think for the Dolphins, I think their style is going to win mm. plenty of games. Um you know, I know it's still very early in the season, but they may not trouble the top three or four sides in the competition because they lack that extra element of class and and you know that that top echelon of, of player um, which all those top teams have. But mm. to quote the great Michael Maguire, the fucking Dolphins are always in a fucking game. Mm. Yeah, they are. And at this stage of the season, it's yeah. like that that can be enough, as we're seeing. Yeah, that's it. And again, it, it's yeah. only round two, and they've won two games. 
and it is very possible that they go on and lose their next ten, and everyone's like, "Oh yeah." But okay, you can all, that, you can already rattle off six in sides that though, may or may not be always in a game already. <laughs> there, there, there are there are probably maybe seven or eight sides that are going back to their fucking calendars and going, mm. oh, mm. fuck, that's not going to be as easy as, as we thought it would be. Uh, but looking at it, one, one of the reasons that I'd rationalise that they wouldn't be, um, you know, big trouble to most teams was that while, while Sean O'Sullivan was a, a suitable seven and he did a great job for Penrith last year when deputising for, for Cleary, uh, I think it was Nate that said it, it's easy to deputise for somebody when you're behind the best forward pack in the history of rugby league. I was, I was like... Uh, I can't imagine that'd be something that I say. I, I, I'd see the go of that. I... Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was how you said it. <laughs> yeah. um, that yeah. does not sound like something that would have come out of my it mouth. Was, you know, when, when, you're running, when you're running around with the greatest lock to ever play the game um, and, and the best fullback we in the league... We need to get Nate checked for HIA. Yeah. I think it was something like that you said. Dead. Anyway... Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I think I think we need to get Jay checked for HIAs because he's clearly. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure you said, but you know, look here, and that was one of the reasons I rationalised that. Okay, yeah, cool. So he he was good behind a, a back-to-back premiership winning forward pack, which he won't have at the Dolphins, which is where I've made half my error. If you look across that forward pack, most of them are either mm. rep players or prim, prior premiership winners or both. Yeah, I mean they're probably on the wrong side. They're on the wrong side of the on the hill for their career. They are, but I mean just the just from a level of like level they've played at, and just general professionalism from where they've played prior. That's it. I mean, there's there's, it's a it's a solid base there, and at the moment that's that's all I need. But I mean, like then you get guys like Kafusi, who's literally grown another leg since he's you know he's obviously taken this you know this challenge to heart. Yeah. And is fucking playing out of his skin. Yep, hundred percent. He's relishing. Yeah, being a you know a groundbreaker at this. Club. I think O'Sullivan yeah. is too. Being one of the, in his the own founders, way. But, I think he's um, really, you know, grabbed the opportunity yeah, for this to be his team per se. And and yeah, I, I think his his season. We're gonna come to the end of the season. I think we're gonna look back and he's he's at a, a you know by far a career. Year. Well, it's like it's like everyone. You, you, we can talk about it. You can talk about so many players in the team who you could describe as saying yeah. they've got their opportunity in it. Like, I mean, Katoa gets his debut last week. Yep, and he's fucking great, and he's combining with O'Sullivan. And I mean, yep. when the match was on the line, I mean, he was the guy that put Hammer through for the try. Yeah. So I mean, great. I mean, a guy like Asako, you know, getting dropped to like Tweed or Burley or whatever the fuck you know feeds the Titans. Yep. And then he's come in, didn't look great in the trials either. But then when it counts, yeah, he's doing he, he's doing a job. Hundred percent. What did you think of you know when when O'Sullivan got sin binned? Mm. I got to say, I was taken aback a little by how he was treating himself. Like I felt fucking horrid for the kid mm. at how down on himself he was for that. As in. Like yelling at himself and pull, like literally pulling his own fucking hair. Yeah. Because of that. Now I know that like there's passion for the team, but fucking hell, man! Like, 
I don't know. I don't know why that. He, that well, I mean, based on past experience, he probably thought the coach's son was coming well, I mean, in from the following week, so he's probably pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> the sweet, the the, the 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 sweet, creamy, warm embrace of the fucking victory sponge roll is something that means something to these kids. All right. <laughs> you say the club hasn't got fucking history. I mean, I'm telling you. There's traditions. If KO Stadium and doesn't get renamed the Sponge Cake Jesus by the Christ. end of the year, hey, they're only playing three games there. It's a fucking travesty. Yeah. <laughs> hey, like, and Bennett, Bennett reclaiming his aura in the you know in the in the twilight of his coaching career, but he has won 15 <laughs> of his past 18 games against Ricky, and this is going through what you would consider. We're on the, obviously probably just over the other side of it now, but the the golden yeah. era of which probably Raiders coincided with Wayne's time yeah, at like grand final and they were like, Newcastle. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. South, yeah. So. Souths. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the Dolphins' first new club to win their first two games yeah. since the Storm did it in 1998. Storms. And having a, having a chat with a mate today, on paper, when the Titans entered the comp, mm-hmm. on paper, their team... Yeah was far better than this Dolphins team. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. But I'm backing the Dolphins to win that match. Mm. Dolphins versus Titans debut team. Dolphins by 50. Fuck the Titans. 50. And the Dolphins have been rewarded uh, this week for their early form. They're actually favourites with the bookies this week. That's fucking uh, phenomenal. Yep. I'm loving. I'm, lo- I'm loving. I'm loving the the vibe, and you can definitely fucking feel it around the area too. Yeah, like they have. They, they people have bought the fuck in. Yeah, to these guys. And so it was great. Have shelled out fuckloads of money for merchandise. That's how they have bought in. Yeah, yeah that too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, notice that, I noticed that. On the, I noticed that on the first game in that Suncorp with the new. How much? Like, because obviously there's a lot of Redcliffe merch out there. I mean, they've they're one of the older clubs in the yeah. in the in the QRL, but the amount of like the NRL strip. Yeah, the NRL merch that was on it in that first game at Lang Park was crazy. But man, I was at Chermside, which is still yeah. north side. Yeah, but it's fucking closer to Brisbane than it is to Redcliffe by a fair yeah. fucking margin. Yeah, that shit was everywhere. So yeah. I don't know. When and that's and, and, and that's how and that's how or... it is. It's how it is when the Titans came in, and it's how it is, is when the when the when the the Crushers came in. Mm. There, are, there are definitely there are always. Because of the way the Broncos run Brisbane, mm. there is always a segment of Broncos fans that are just fucking waiting yeah. for an alternative. And when that alternative comes, they'll jump off and grab it both hands. <laughs> and it uh, looks like, yeah, so far, also Dolphins are... Also the benefit like of, disgruntled of housewife. such a long history yeah, exactly. as well of, Looking for someone of to the, hate fuck. the QRL team. Yeah. yeah, but that's also that's a double edged sword as well because I mean, yeah, we've got friends and yeah, you, know, you see people on socials as well. That let's say for example, they are like a a Wynnum fan. Yeah, okay. Fucking hate Redcliffe. Don't care. Like with yeah, so oh, I mean, fucking. You know what? There's there's Get- enemies that they, I mean they've got enemies of people who you know maybe maybe not support mm-hmm. the Broncos, waiting for a new side to come in, but they maybe they go for the North Devils or something. That's the thing though. That's and they hate you know. Stop drinking the fucking haterade. But like, I was talking about there is nothing actual positive Redcliffe fans. Nothing positive has ever happened in Wynnum. Mm. Nothing positive has ever happened with anything associated yeah. with Wynnum. 
Yeah. Oh, Redcliffe fans, I think, yeah, by and large, I think they probably just jump, just switch straight over. Well, yeah. So Broncos fans, you know. Um, what do we got with socials on that one? Do we have any socials? Oh, there's fucking socials on that one. Liam said, Finns get the wind. Uh, Timmy <laughs> said, I just fucked me a sponge cake. Hashtag Finns up. Yep, that is that is that is true fan behavior right there. Um, I tell you no. Yeah, fuck yeah. Uh, Steve, the excitement of waiting for the Ricky press conference is better than waiting for Christmas as a kid. Tom, the thing that stands out most for me in this game is how pissed and disappointed Sullivan was when he was sent for ten. It shows he's the type of player to build a club around and isn't just in it for paycheck. I don't know. I was still fucking a bit weirded by that poor kid. Uh, ben. Raiders need to go out, get out of Queensland, go home, regroup, and throw Chris off Telstra Tower. How the fuck that bloke gets into a first-grade side, let alone a number one jersey, is beyond me. David. Torrid wet weather footy, but it helps when you get kissed on the dick with a call or two. Disappointing that Ricky didn't blow a gasket in the presser. Seeing a good old-fashioned meltdown would have been the icing on the cake. Up the fins and hashtag fuck the Broncos. Uh, at Big G Train on Twitter. Said Raiders supporter here, and I knew we would lose. Old Wayne just gets teams up. <laughs> Throw in Ricky gets teams down, and you have a winning formula. <laughs> One take is Hammer was held back by the Cowgirls. There you go. Well, he just, yeah, he wasn't the first choice in his position, and you know, and that's that's how it goes. And then he leaves to get his opportunity to start somewhere else, and he got it and grabs look it at him. with two flippers. Yep, fucking loved it. I'll tell you what though, they um. It was lucky they oh. played that game on Saturday afternoon because about the like, same time on Sunday afternoon, absolutely fucking bucketed down here. Yeah. And like just a, a ton of rain in a really short amount of time. And you see the, the field was just like, you know, mostly submerged yeah. in water. It drains away pretty quickly. But I mean, we just got so much rain in, within like sort of 15, 20 minutes that it just completely just Did filled you, up. There was that genius Queenslander was playing oh, yeah, golf. There's decided, such a thing. Decided to hide under a tree. And picked the was biggest that a, one. Was, was that the guy that got that got shot by lightning at Brendale? Well, you fucking guessed it in one. Yeah. So. <laughs> I didn't know he was playing golf, but I know I, I, I did hear someone got hit by lightning. Yeah, at like Brendale. the only dumber thing he could have done was run around with his fucking driver in the air, going, <laughs> "Come and get me lightning! Come and get me lightning!" <laughs> oh, yes. Man, rejects. Next game. Okay, uh, where are we? The. Uh... Doggies, 26, to feed the Storm, 12, down at the Korean Housewife. Doggies, 26, tries to uh, Preston, a double to Karaz. Uh, the Fox and Avarillo also a tries. Birdo, three conversions. Storms, a try to Big Nelson, a try to Drake Hughes, two conversions from as many attempts game. as Meany. Everything he touched turned to gold. Busting tackles. <laughs> Did. Yeah. Kick out came out of retirement as well. Certainly did. That he he was massive in that game. He was leading in defence, whereas you know, and he's obviously known for his attack. He's a fucking gigantic human and hard to tackle, which makes you a good attacking player. But he was busy in attack while still making very smart decisions and making the job easier for the guys around him. Like his play out of marker, I think, was absolutely sensational. It was that motivated kick out where he'll get up, you know, be involved in two or three tackles in a row and then make that last-ditch effort on the fourth one where you can see that he's fucking blowing, but he still manages to get himself up and get there. If they can get that kick out 
sixty percent of the time. I thought Melbourne looked completely disinterested for 60, 65 minutes of this game. But over Yeah, they were rattled. Yeah. They were fucking rattled. Um, and it's just the and the doggies took the opportunities that they traditionally wouldn't take because you remember like they they scored a large amount of those points in the first half during the when they had the opportunity with the guy in the bin. Yeah. Young, young Tonga Pay. I mean, they pretty much they they. I think that what they scored at least at least two converted tries in that. Which is period. what good teams do when when yeah. you when you have a player advantage. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it actually, actually makes make it count. so much yeah. easier That's for you to score the points. Do. I agree with mm-hmm. that you can score multiple tries in that ten minute period. Yep. Certainly yep. is. Well, I mean, you know, so so are you saying? Are you both they, saying they the were doggies the better are a good team, team now? They were the better team in this game. No, I'm I mean, you did. You, I mean, you did just say yeah, that. They're a good, you go. Yeah, they're a good team. Yes, hundred percent. Certainly, big turnaround from uh, last week getting flogged. Yeah, certainly was. And the storm. Well, I mean, we've talked about how the, you know the the next man up thing yeah. and how it looks the like next, the next man, you know, might be a bucket of shit. The next four men at the moment, plotters, and, that, and, and the next man up thing's just not working like it used to. It, it's like the fucking yeah. goings on in Ukraine. Eventually, the next man up is either a sixty-five-year-old fucking Ivan with gout or a fourteen-year-old boy that still fucking has wet dreams every night and doesn't know which end of the gun to fire. And, and it doesn't get it doesn't it doesn't get e- easier either with um Nelson with a knee injury as yeah, well. Fuck, yeah, fuck that's bad. Angry Nelson's fucking fun though. Yeah, um, he no, is. like after talking about ang- angry Cody Walker being the fucking worst thing yeah. in rugby league, angry Nelson is fucking amazing to watch. He just goes, he just, he just gets out of the thousand yards there and goes back to Bali, you know, where he's bashing cunts. And... It's like that bit in Happy Gilmore where he goes to his happy place. Just. Yeah, because his happy place is just fucking, he's just fucking bashing the fucking shit out of Katoot. Katoot. He's fucking just tearing hordes. a bintang fucking single off. Cross tattoos running at him. And he's just fucking swinging. <laughs> Picks up a scooter and wipes out nine of them. <laughs> um, yeah, no, he was impressive. And um, the worst thing about him going off is he's on my fantasy team. So now I have to try and find another forward to, to replace him, which is unfortunate. But yeah, again, it, like, it's week two. And and all of the issues that Melbourne have are are fixable in the short term. It's not as if there are you know glaring defensive deficiencies and systemic rot that's set in that needs to be done. Um, I think most of it can be undone by by maybe getting a priest in to perform an exorcism sage. to it's just get sage. the last of Noffa out of that building. Because yeah, there's. There's some sort of fucking aura or, or curse or, I don't know, cunt stain that's sitting in that club exactly where he was, um, still still making his presence felt. I think you've just nailed it. Anything else you want to say about <laughs> Nope. You've said it all. Uh, Rory. Oh, you ready for the fucking saddest thing you've heard all week? <laughs> sure. Had I mean, a multi. We're not, we're not up to the Tigers game yet, but sure. Oh, this is this is sad. <laughs> I've actually got sort of pity for this guy. Rory okay. said had a multi paying out one thousand four hundred dollars and only needed the storm to win. Yeah. Ouch. Bet with your head not over it. Yeah, Christopher. 
If it's flooded, forget it. He said, I see Kikau went to the Josh Reynolds school of tackling in the preseason. <laughs> like, did he get cited for that? Was he on report? He got he got binned and put on report. But the thing is, like these yeah, days, when yeah. you with a trip, it's only it, you only get fined though, right? I know it's still, it's only like fifteen hundred. It's only going to cost him fifteen hundred bucks or something. So like it's it's weird. Like I remember, I had people send me the screenshot of him with you know his leg out, you know throwing the big you know sidekick. Yeah. And but I'm like, yeah, but you got it. It's not like the days when Josh Reynolds was doing it all the time, and you know, and getting suspended and shit. I mean, it's actually <laughs> now they're just like half. Oh, fuck it, just yeah. three fifty. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Phil. obviously, it cost them on the time, you know, like yeah. Simbin on the time, but um, but yeah, it's only a, as far as I recall, it's only a fine defense. Fuck, did he go to the bin for that? Why don't I remember? I, that? Yeah, I appreciate it. He got binned. He got binned and, and reported, didn't he? Fuck. We, we should there you go. Um, Phil. Yeah. He said, "Hope those players hug their families before they run out because they're spending the week in Bellamy's bunker." Uh, Terry, he said, it feels good to be so far out in front that you can gift the Storms two tries and not feel worried. Uh, Jason, play better than last week, check. Score more than one try, check. Get an unlikely win and stuff up everyone's yes, footy tips, check. Life is good. Um, <laughs> I saw people uh, getting zero out of eight for tipping this last round. Our, we didn't see people. You saw a Queensland and Titans fan. Oh, no, no, that's one. I mean, it was all over Twitter. People oh. just lamenting the fucking... Jesus Christ. Um, I think I've got three. And, I, and that, that may actually turn out to be a good effort our, for the week. Our correspondent from the Oscars, uh, Sammy Boy. Got fucking robbed today by fucking Germans. Why? Oh, no, he got robbed. No, he got robbed by Top Gun. For what? Oh, the soundtrack. For sound, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. Really? Thor.gif? Jets go broom. Yeah, jets very aren't, easy. Jets aren't pedos. It's very yeah, well yeah. You know, jets aren't yeah. Um, turns out you can't just put a purple cheats jersey on that dog shit backline and expect them to play like the Storms. And then we'll give the last word on this to a fucking long-suffering Bulldogs fan. <laughs> Our old mate GT three fifty one underscore Johns. <laughs> He said, much better effort by the Bulldogs. Great to see the team starting to gel and hopefully improve each week. Some of the youngsters really having a go and great to see the team harmony. Hopefully they keep it up next week against the Tiger Pies. Honestly, that was so fucking easy to understand. (laughs) And it was concise and it made sense. I think Cameron Seraldo was training him. I think think he ran out of Uzo. Now, we're moving on now. To the uh, Newcastle Knights 14, defeating the Tigers 12 at our Leichhardt Tigers with the benefit of two home games at their spiritual homeland to start the season. Mm. Not you fucking know it. Um, Dominic Young with two tries, Lachlan Fitzgibbon with one, and Hastings one of three conversions for the Knights. The Tigers 12 came through tries to Kapoa and uh, Stefano with Toikimanu. Dewey, two conversions. Now, it's fair to say that, that one of the teams. They did. I mean, they had an excuse in the sense that they suffered tremendous adversity in losing three of their players, including their star. I'm doing air quotes, and um, well, this plus a, plus a sending off as well. Yep. And yet they still found a way to win the game, and to win the game comfortably as well. Because lest lest we forget, six of the points that the West Tigers scored 
were in like the last fucking minute. Yeah, garbage time. <laughs> so to, to bring it closer. I mean, and it, and it wasn't, the only surprise about it wasn't David Nofaluma that scored him. Should we, um, should we start calling that garbage time, Tiger time? What sure. do you got to say for Lovely. the socials here? Why not? <laughs> Glenny. Look, revolutionising the game of rugby league takes you, time. Glenny, Glenny you, takes you, time you have the floor. takes time and patience is required. Um, no, 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 <laughs> you're not. It's you guys have just been doing said, this for Jay, years, mate. Jay, you have said, <laughs> years. And, and you know what? And he's doing it to the eels now, <laughs> Glenny. Trent Barrett, Listen. Trent Barrett could have coached Listen. this team to a win. You've in this said situation. multiple times in this very episode. It's only week two. You just need to have patience. You need to, you need to trust. <laughs> you need to trust the process. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, but for just, the Tigers, to, it's, it's have week two of year 12. Much like Caelan Pongan does, um, where you just, you can't remember anything that happened, like long, you know, <laughs> short-term, long-term or otherwise. You remember that time the Knights beat the Tigers? Not me and not Caelan either. We're good. We move on to next week. It's only week two. It takes time to change the way that everyone plays the sport. And sure, once everyone, no, every. Everyone, once they realise the everyone or everyone in your team, nature of what the Tigers are trying to put. Why together, you got to change for everyone? They'll all start playing that way, and we'll probably have a lesser product to view every week. But you just need to give it time to play out. Sheenzy knows what he's doing. He's done this before. He's he's in control. He's a young man. He's got a big future in the game. You just need to give him time to get things sorted. Can I just put out there how fucking great it is that the Tigers have even found a way to decline David Clemmer, who spent all of his tenure at the Knights being a fake tough cunt when there was five minutes left to go and the Knights were in an unwinnable position in the game. Today he took sorry today this week he he took the the his tough cunt routine to a new high. He declined. He declined. He declined so so much that instead of doing it with five minutes to go, he did it five minutes after the fucking final move, <laughs> <laughs> accosting Jackson Hastings uh, on his high, for his high shot on Tommy Talau in the first half. I don't think I've ever seen a situation where something wasn't able to be, you know, fuck mate, I'm sorry, or hey, I want to check on you. Like you hear because that's because that's what he was that's what that's yeah. what he was doing yeah and 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 Talau wasn't having any of it, like, which leads me to believe Hastings might not be the most popular guy around Tiger Town. No, the the story that came out was that he had a broken nose from an earlier event in the match. Right. So Talau had suffered another injury to his face somewhere. Right. Um, at an earlier stage in the match. Oh, and sense. apparently thought he was targeted by Hastings. You're not that special, or, mate. Or was upset at the treatment that injury got from Hastings. So sorry, I should I shouldn't say he thought he was I'll targeted. Tell you what, I, I don't know thinking, but but Jack, was upset at Hastings being hit where he was after hurt. the game. Absolutely fucking brilliant, and it could be fucking spin. It could be completely manipulative bullshit, but fucking played it. Beautifully, absolutely beautifully, and um, you know, you said, you know, I'll never, I don't have mm. anything bad to say about the Tigers. I never will. They brought me back to the NRL. I'm forever indebted to them. 
um, you know, would value my time there. And, and, you know, if they want to talk and they've got stuff to say, then, you know, that's, you know, they can say and they can talk, that's fine, but I'll never have a bad word to say about them. I'm just like, way to fucking absolutely distance yourself. So whatever he said now from the Tigers, they're like shitting on a guy that's just said, you know, thanks for bringing me back to the NRL. Yeah, yeah, it's fucking brilliant. Brilliant PR. Refuses to engage in it, yeah. Yeah, that's it. Um, the the, the Other fucking than Tigers aren't in a position to have beef with anyone. Like, yeah. Mm. Like, that fucking game. Like, and again, it, to me, the, it's summed up. Late in the game, they're behind by eight. And they get the penalty right in front. And there's a cunt in the sin bit. Mm. Right? They choose not to take the two. If I'm sitting there and that and I'm captain of that team, it's well cool. Fucking you pot that two over, that gets us to six, and then what we have to do is score a try against one man less than us. Yep. Word that from should Sander be a at fucking the game, doable who task. I rang to voice my displeasure at half time. He answers the phone and goes, Yeah, who's this? Cunt. Absolute cunt. Um and then says, no, I've got you saved. Of course I've got you saved in my phone. Sends me a screenshot. It says Carl, Carl P. <laughs> Motherfucker. Uh, but apparently, yeah, Carl. <laughs> Appy, was so, Appy, the captain of the side, was saying take the two at that point. Luke Brooks. Luke Brooks overruled him. <laughs> so who overruled him? Oh, oh, my God. Oh no! Hey, so I saw a thing. I saw it today online that the West Tigers have not won a game with Brooksy at seven. <laughs> that even possible? Since August two thousand twenty-one. <laughs> that's the, with with Brooksy at seven. Because remember, I mean, there's times when he'd be, you know, like Jacko pushed him to six or you that's, know whatever. But um, yeah, August twenty twenty-one, I believe. I can't. I don't. Uh, I don't remember if there was a round. On there as well, but I just recall it was August 2021. Bellowing about, you know, they're going to fucking spread the ball and they're going to be exciting to watch. I was very fucking excited. Excuse me, it wasn't very excited watching that whatsoever. Well, my blood pressure got up. So if that, you know, you can measure that as excitement, but certainly not because I was fucking super happy to be seeing what they were putting out there. Um, they've missed an opportunity. You know, the, the atmosphere and the crowd that come out to support them two weeks in a row at Leichhardt. Um, you know, and Sheen's had a habit back in the day of saying Leichhardt itself isn't going to win us games, um, and that's true. Um, but it's certainly better than the fuck... should be better than the alternative. And two weeks in a row, to, to kick the season off, um, two very potentially winnable games and they've turned out those performances back to back for the first two weeks of the season in you know after an off season where there's been so much change with the, the coaching and um you know the recruitment and and all the rest of it and the, the sentiment from tigers fans is you know the more things change the more they stay the same which is which is fucking ordinary and i want to see you know mm. like i said last year you just want to see effort and you want to see execution just they, they put themselves in positions where they created opportunities they had you know things go their way in the course of the game you know Sin Binnings Ponga being out which 
you know, completely changes the level of threat that Newcastle can bring to the table and 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 weren't even weren't even fucking close to being mm-hmm. good enough to take advantage That's of That's what it. we've got to talk um, about as well. I'll, I'll kick the ball off with Ponga. Um Yeah. Can I just before you do that, can I get into perhaps the greatest thing in this <laughs> I saw game that today, yeah. Was the Tyson Gamble quote? That came with, did you is that legit though? Is that legit what he said? What, what, what did he say? Oh, that's oh, you're doing the the when the the scuffle happened. It was quite a long. It was quite <laughs> a Dewey, long passage, right? So it's almost as if someone's gone to fucking chat GPT and said, "Imagine if a this week in league host played football and got into an argument." Yeah. So, uh, this is at. Uh, remember when uh, Dewey was cramped or had yeah. to you know stop for cramp or whatever it was during the game. He goes, yeah, good one, dickhead. Fucked that one up, didn't you? Yeah, lay there, you fucking pussy. Everyone knows you're faking it. Look at you, tall motherfucker. See, I told you you are faking that cramp. Yeah, come on then, cunt. Hit me, you tosser. Let's fucking go. Yeah, throw those forearms, cunt. Forearms like wet noodles. You hit as soft as the rest of your team plays footy. Come on, dickhead. Got any more? Your season can't get much worse, cunt. Might as well throw a fucking real punch <laughs> string bean. Can't fake that a cramp is, to explain being 17. That is on amazing. The that is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> wow. He's really got me turned around. I know. <laughs> Some oh. of my favourite players. <laughs> yeah, currently searching eBay for rookie cards. Get on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it was a solid hit up from sorry, that Ponga? And, you know... I just was the level of contact. They're saying it was head, like, it, yeah, I didn't actually see the, the first couple head of things clash I saw. In the... I, I didn't, I didn't realize that there was contact with the head, and I thought he'd just been completely and utterly lights out with a regulation hit up. <laughs> um, but you know what's that? Six in ten yeah. months. Yeah. Six. Like abs, obvious concussions, yeah. Um, yeah, the, no, the four, I, four in less, yeah. Then then four. No, I think yeah, it was, they, I heard it was on um, the the start of this game. I was listening to on the radio, and I think they said it was five okay. before this season. Mm. And then he's been. He's already. This is his two two in a row. This one, isn't he? No, last week didn't count as a concussion. It's, it still adds to the right, body of okay. work that he's putting together in so the fact is, that, yeah, you, know, it, you know, last week, call it what you will, but... Yeah, oh, I Yeah, yeah, that's right. And, and perhaps they could have called it what they did, you know, last week. They maybe yeah. should have upgraded that to a concussion or something, which might have sat him out this week. We're, we're probably getting so to Kiri for, you know, from incidental past you know, contact territory. And yeah. You start to have serious concerns for the guy's career. And you know we, we we crack jokes and call himself Shell Crab and and all the rest of it. And I, I'm completely yep. here for that. But you know the the guy's career could be severely marred with you know, and you say another one or two. Like, what if the next one is a fucking really bad one? Like, you know what? what? Mm. Yeah. Well, remember how he remember remember how he he couldn't come back last year. Mm. You know, towards the end of the season and everything, so he gets another one of those. And knights, the, the knights have just you know started throwing you know 
one and a half mil at him. Yeah. Per season. And and I, I know that we sit there and, and take the piss, and, and at the end of the day, it's not it's not Ponga's fault what he's paid, or that yeah. the Knights paid him completely for potential, yep. and not for any sort of actual tangible you know um, yep. work that he's done. But just for a second, imagine that since since at least your early teens, you've been you've been sure of this trajectory that your life's on. Yep. And and then you work hard and, and you've got some natural talent and, and that trajectory keeps going and keeps going and keeps going and keeps going. And now all of a sudden, you are really staring down the barrel of somebody going, meh, yeah, yeah, no, you can't do that. The way you thought your life was going to go, it's now going to go a completely different way. So get ready for everything to change. That'd be a fucking fairly harrowing thing to sit down and face. And mm. I know there are people out there that have faced a lot worse. There are, there are people who have had that happen to them, but it's because a fucking drunk driver hit them and now they're a quadriplegic. Like, I I get that shit. But I actually feel a bit for him from a personal point of view. Because this... I'm not sure he finishes this year as a first-grade player. I reckon, I reckon <laughs> two more of these during the year. Because the ease at which they're starting to happen is very fucking concerning. When you say finish the year as a first grade player, you mean you mean finish, the, finish as, as the, a professional football? Finish, finish as a professional football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, it's not like you're saying he's going to like you know end up being like in like the Special Olympics or something. Oh no, he very well could be. Yeah. All right. You know, fucking Ponga Pistorius. Just, just, just clarify. No, that's 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 Paralympics. <laughs> 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 he might have went fucking mental shooting into the bathroom. CTE does. I don't does think, I don't think that's a fucking subcategory <laughs> in the Special Olympics. <laughs> but yeah, um, it's interesting to see how they how they go. I mean, obviously he's he's definitely out this week. I've I've seen O'Brien say. Yep. But uh, let's let's see Newcastle demonstrate a little bit of a rigor and care around the way they apply treatment programs and you yeah. know comeback schedules for you know, concussed players I think also it, it need, and I'm sure it'll happen that, that if it comes out that he does need to go nah that's me yeah it is crucial that the NRL recognises that they need to like release Newcastle from salary cap pressure well that would be the very definition of a medical retirement though because yeah, it all sort of it. fucking happen you know yeah so uh, well, or big, but again, not even. You know how, like, when who was it? When Watmo retired, did he end up getting medically retired, or did they? He he tried it. He tried it when from the parasite when he was when he was over at Parasite. Right. Who was it that like they they tried to do it and like and they, the NRL just made it difficult. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I mean, like they they made it easy. Was it? Did they make it easy for Burgess? Was it Inglis? Maybe because Inglis medically retired. Didn't he? Yeah, I can't remember. And then he went overseas. I'm sure it was him. And they just sort of made it hard. Anyway, yeah, they they just need to make it. And yep, okay, cool. You're going to retire. What about players? Here's this thing. Just sign this thing saying you're not going to go and play any sort of fucking professional sport anywhere else. Cool. The NRL twelve months, two years after the fact, and then go out in in the in the paper complaining that. You know, they gave their body and their fucking life and heart and soul to the game. 
you haven't seen the the Blake Ferguson stories? Who's that? Blake, Blake Ferguson. He just oh, come out. That's this, right. uh, yeah. Yeah. That's after he spent some time in uh, in well, it was a Japanese rugby where he didn't get That's a lot right. of rugby played because he ended up getting chucked in jail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck Over there. Yeah, no, <laughs> I think that's Fuck just off. about enough of this game. Yeah. Anything anyway, else you want to talk about? Yeah, you yeah, socials. We've really we've really distracted around the fact that there was like three three key injuries in the side and a couple of sim bins, man advantage, 52% possession going in favour of the West Tigers and they still found a way to lose that fucking game at it home. It was fucking abysmal. It really was. The ninth wonder, the real ninth wonder is, why does anyone fucking support that team? Yeah. Eight. Eight. Honestly. Isn't it funny? They call it the ninth wonder, don't they, Glenny? Oh, okay. Should be the ninth. Yeah. Um, Daniel. You know. How good's paying a captain one point four million to sit in the vegetable section of Woolies all year? <laughs> also telling that when he misses effectively the entire game, we not only don't seem to miss him, we play so much better. Gamble making an early statement for Gronk of the Year already. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Like pencil him in. I like because uh, that, like that, like what, what what Gamble did is compare and contrast to like the sort of shit that like the like Luai will carry on with or or um yeah you know like that game I'm I'm fully there for Gamble's what what he, what he did that sort of stuff is great yeah um Bailey said every, the Knights did I want everything. a TED talk I want a TED talk calling people cunts and dickheads <laughs> <laughs> when they try and stretch out a cramp that's what I'm here for the Knights did everything to hand that game to the Tigers yet they declined the opportunity. Uh, One-Eyed Tiger. He said, Zero composure, clueless structure, and laughable handling errors are characteristics that are baked into Tiger's DNA. Tiger's decline of destiny from 16th to 17th is pretty much inevitable and very well-deserved. Hayden, what the actual fuck did I just watch? Not even with only 12 men on the field, one half gone, hooker gone, and a send-off, did the Tigers still manage to lose. Back-to-back spoons, I'm calling it now, and also a second season of Tiger Town about how Sheenius comes home to a destroyed Tigers and makes them even worse than what they were with new players. Ricky. <laughs> Apparently Bateman isn't playing because he the doesn't jokes know the right themselves. Well, neither do the other 17 cunts who play today. <laughs> <laughs> i tell you that- there was there was a moment early in the game. I think it was after they'd gone down by the you know by twelve points or ten points or whatever. But um, there was a moment where the Tigers were on the attack for like ten meters out, five meters out, and Appy gets the ball and and just throws throws it to a rampaging forward. I don't recall who it was coming coming up the guts. Guaranteed try. It's something that Appy's done a thousand times yeah. before, right? Except except was, on this yeah, occasion, was, whoever it was, he passed um, the recipient. Stefano. He just dropped it. Yeah. <laughs> just, just fucking dropped it. So, Glennie, are you on, no, are you on board not. yet with the fact that Appy is just there for the fucking paycheck? No, he's That's trying. Just, he's trying. And just, and if he isn't clocked out already, he's got, I reckon, two games in him before he stops giving a fuck. He'll clock out. He'll he'll definitely be clocked out by Origin if it yeah. keeps going like this. Right? But, I mean, but he is trying at the moment. But I, I did see well, signs where yeah. you could see, like, the exasperation. It was yeah. like, oh, fuck. So it really does matter who's around you. That's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Marla, he said, ironic how the big story in this game was the Knights players going off for head injuries when the other team was allowed to play 80 minutes completely brain dead. <laughs> uh, um, Rodney, could Benji be the first coach fired before he coaches the side? <laughs> I mean, they're not, they're, not getting, they're not getting rid of Benji. 
before Sheenius. That is that is bring the Benji era on faster, right? No, Sheenius can't fire himself. Well, no, but that's like, you the know, beauty Pascal of Sheenius being no, fucking. But, no, but Pascal and you know and, and these guys. Yeah, who knows? Fuck it, I'd love to get just one question into Pasco. Is that if your club had shareholders instead of members, would you still be in a job? Answer me honestly. If if you were running a business and it had shareholders instead of a club with members, would you still have a job? Love to hear what he thinks of that. Uh, Greg, he said, unfortunately, after a series <laughs> of promiscuous sexual encounters, AIDS has been diagnosed with tigers. <laughs> uh, Sharky Dave, he said, let's be honest, no one is surprised anymore that the tigers find new ways to suck. Anyone who honestly still supports them probably needs to be assessed for their mental stability. And Tim said, I hope these two teams are holding back salary cap space for next year because it's hard to believe they're spending the same amount of money as the rest of the comp. Uh, at Squatty19 on Twitter. What's our plan in attack? Sideline to sideline, then a drop. Thought new players plus coach would change the attitude and philosophy, but it's the same mentality as last year. Devastated. There you go. Final game of the round. The uh, St. George Illawarra Dragons 32 defeat the Gold Coast Titans 18 down at Nestrada Jubilee. The Dragons 32 came through tries to Lids, Ben Hunt, Rabalawa, Tyrell Sloan, Blake Laurie. Three conversions to Lomax. Three penalty goals to Lomax. Defeating the Titans 18 tries to Khan Pereira, Sam Verrills and Big Tino <laughs> with Tanner Boyd getting all three of his conversions. To tell you. How good's Lids? How fucking good is he? This is a surprise, surprising result. And I've got to say, you know, when when evidence comes up that, you know, that might suggest that, you know, perhaps we were wrong, I'm, I'm man enough to admit it. I say, straight. Ben Hunt, you're probably right. Maybe you guys definitely aren't going to get the spoon <laughs> after all. <laughs> I mean, fucking, you train with the cunts. You'd know, Bo. You'd know, mate. I, I apologize. <laughs> um, <laughs> especially with what the Tigers dished up this week. I think the, I think the landscape is pretty fucking clear. Yes. <laughs> was a dominant display from the Dragons uh, in, in what's clearly... <sighs> Hang on. I can't remember. Mate. Hang on. So who did who did, who did the Titans They're beat not... last week? Yeah, exactly. Why are you bringing uh, up bullshit? This is where you answer... Well, no. Just... <laughs> Hang on. Who, um, seriously, who did, who did the Titans already, beat last we've week? We've already been through this. Um, I thought this was a yeah, dominant display from the Dragons in an early battle for the Spoon. And uh, the Titans showed that they're going to give the fucking Dragons a real run for their money to run last. Um, I still think the Dragons will finish 17th on the season. But, you know, their fans like fucking Shane Cash. He's on the other side of the fucking world. He's still bellowing like a fucktard. Um, finally, I can. I can say whatever the fuck I want. You can't say that, Glenny. Okay. Um, no, you can't. Finally, you can't the young guys the, at St George have been given time to thrive in the in the Griffin system. Um, the irony is that they might actually save his job this year um, after he completely fucked several of them over last year with in and out of the side and dropping them when you know veteran guys are playing far worse. But um, Sloan looks you know very at home in the in the one jersey and um, you know obviously his. Um, his talent coming to the fore 
off the back of you know Hunt's work behind the forwards who who did their job. So you know, Dragons fans, they deserve to be happy, I guess. Interesting one here. I was thinking today, we're very quick these days to, to get players and slot them into categories. You know, slot right. them into like you know, superstars, good players, average players, and shit players. And once they're there, we sort of don't ever really change them. And, you know, players decline as they get to the end of their career or they get old or injured or whatever it is. But Ben Hunt has so fucking clearly improved his craft every year that he's played the game. And I think that makes puts him in the minority of players. Of course, players get better with age and forwards grow into their bodies and, and they get experience and they play better. But although Brisbane are on a, a good trajectory now and they've had two very impressive wins to start the season, can you imagine mm. that Broncos team now with current day Ben Hunt in it? Yeah. They would be close to premiership favourites. Instead, they've fucked around and done a whole bunch of other shit and couldn't keep a seven there and now they've ended up with the most injury-prone man in rugby league. But he's just going to do that thing for the Dragons that he did last year. I I don't think he makes them a top eight side. But he is going to single-handedly drag them to a shit ton... There was a time, they would have had a, a long period of time where that defined Ben Hunt. I think last season, the way that he played, yep, mm-hmm. I think that exercised a few of those, uh, most if not all of those demons. And I think he's now regarded for the for the talent that he is and and what he yep. actually brings to the table as a player, and to the point where, yep, that game which defined him for so long yep. is now. You know, I won't say a distant memory, but he's certainly renowned and defined by far more than than a drop ball in a grand final, given some of the performance that he's had in a team. You know, in a team that has no had no right winning some of those games. Oh last yeah, year, exactly. Other than his influence. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. but it, it's just an interesting thing about our game that teams are so focused on. Oh well, we need success now. It's taken Ben Hunt, like, in, and you're exactly right, Glenn. Like, that was the 2015 grand final. And now we're talking about a season in 2023. So that's a decent amount of time for a club to sit back. And you, yeah, can, can you imagine any club talking to their fans and going, look, we got this kid. He's not going to be good for seven years. But, but one, once that comes, he, he will be... He'll be able to match it with any other they, seven out there did. on the field. They, they said that. His name Would you Luke buy that? Brooks. Like, if the Tigers came to you now, and they said, we've got this young kid. No. Oh, but then actually, actually, but then actually yeah, have it happen. Yeah, I'd be fine with it. Would you be okay with that? Look, it's it's on yeah. the long side, but you're talking to the wrong bloke. Is seven I'm years okay, though, was the time frame. the of someone that's played longer than that. Still waiting for it to come good. Well, I'm, I'm just thinking from yeah, yeah. from my own fucking experience. I never heard yeah. the end of fucking, oh, five-year plan. Five-year plan. Five year. It took fucking longer than that. You know, from when Gus got in and put the things in place that's led it's, to Penrith. People think success. that it's just, 
you, was you a lot write some shit down on a bit of paper and write a heap of checks and and it just happens. You know, like, you know... <laughs> and the Bulldogs aren't people. Well, people don't um, think that. The Bulldogs think that. It's... <laughs> you know, some players can come in and, you know, never realise their potential. And, um, you know, I think Ben Hunt has overachieved. And... and only by virtue of his of his hard work, hundred percent. And and like you say, the, his determination and, and dedication to improving yeah. his craft as a seven, his over overachieved career was. And that's funny. It's a funny thing to say about a guy on a million yeah. bucks a year. But he's. I would not have foreseen that he was going to be the type of player that he is today. No, 100%. Because you've got to remember, he was paid that million bucks a year yeah. when there was still Cooper Cronks of the world running around. Like, Thurston was still around. Yeah. Wasn't he? Yeah. yeah. But, but fuck me, it, it's, yeah, it, it is just interesting how, how when we have so many clear examples of to develop, and especially in those key spine positions, you know, you might get away at fullback, Maybe. But how long he, did it take Tedesco to grow into himself? First three years of his like, he was always good. But for him... Yeah. Well, mm. yeah, but again, that's fine. But he and had mentally, to work through and develop his the third body. Year, he played the back end of the season eight football. to nine weeks with a broken upper... Like, the upper bone in his leg was broken. And he and it, because he was that mentally fucked at that point of his career that he was yeah. like, if I have another injury and but it puts that, me out for the... Um, my career's fucked. Yeah, and he, and then he he got that right, and then he had the next off season, and that's where I'm gone. Yeah, but if he hadn't have, it's it's funny. Like if he had to play mm. two months to mm. end the season with a broken leg, he may not be that guy that he is today. Yeah, but the 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 other thing that fucks that up is the media. Like here we've got young Lachlan Ilias playing for Souths. <laughs> You know, a relatively new club with not much history. You know, when did South Sydney join the league? Fucking 10 years ago, 15 years ago. But mm. everyone's touting him as the next big thing. It's his second fucking year in. Yeah. And we've got this fuck, this clear example here of this kid that's gone seven years to reach the sort of superstar level that, that he's gone to. It just it doesn't make any fucking sense. Anyway, Dragons did okay. Um, Titans are fucking rat shit. Socials? Go. The best thing of being a Dragons fan these days is Glenn having to accept that the Dragons are streets ahead of the Tigers in every aspect of the game. If only his Tiger showed as much resilience as he has since 2010. Lando, good day. Dragons get a win and the toe from Toowoomba's Tigers show why they were a lock for the spoon again. Reality is the Dragons generally aren't a shit. If only everyone was as self-aware as me sometimes talk a bit of shit. Things don't go the way that you planned. It comes back at you, so that's okay. I appreciate it. <laughs> Comment of the round here: <laughs> uh, How good is Jacob Little? An astute signing. Meanwhile, Tigers are signing plotters like Appy. <laughs> Hammers. <laughs> Even though the Titans were fucking diabolical, I'll sleep well tonight knowing Blakely still supports the biggest pack of useless cunts in the galaxy. <laughs> There we are. That's us. 
We're done. Right, that is it for the games. Just quickly, footy tips. Uh, on top, Kiwi Villa. On top by themselves. They got six in the last round, so that's a fucking decent achievement. Then we got uh, KS Clevo. Njenko 11 Samage there's a blast in the past they're all one point back and then we ran out the top 10 with Conan the Eel Real Dad's Doppelganger Fabsy Goodnight CJ and a Sneaky Sneak oh so uh that's it that's the top 10 we'll keep uh, we'll keep track of that through the year uh make sure you get your tips in previews coming up on Wednesday and uh, what else, guys? Help me out here. That's it? That's us. Cool. We're done. I have very early fucking morning. I'm so yeah. tired. So on that note, thanks for listening. And we'll see you guys on Wednesday for the match previews. Later. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.